was me, Alex, and three of my mans, all supposed to meet at the Corova Milk Bar. The Corova Milk Bar couldn't afford its liquor license, so it sold Milk Plus Drink Rum, or sent the mask. It would sharpen you up for a bit of the old ultraviolence, which plagued our minds for the evening. And so, kiddies, death for all. Right, 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 right. right. Against your machine like rage. Bitches say I hate you, Cage. After circle jerks, I wash my hands off in two turns. Sit with a smirk, plus happy to stir. Fuck the first two bitches like dogs, and I jacked off on the third. I'm obvious oblivion, but that's my science. Fuck your head up like cornrows put in by blind giants. Haven't been with it since the last corpse kid. It wore a bloodstained smile and told the cop he did it. Of course, the most raw. No, you got his, what the fuck is that? You got the same amount of, of most as me. Man, fuck that. Equal amount of most. D1. How are you, my brother? Aye. <laughs> we got a great show, Rudy Tootie, man. This shit's dynamic. It's gonna blow your fucking sockets out your face. It's gonna make your grandmother attend church on the wrong day. It's gonna make your girlfriend's dress blow up over her face, dude. We got the waterproof MC. Mr. Motherfucking Raz Cassiano. If you, if you didn't hear me, I said on this episode, what's it, seven? Episode seven. The God number. Waterproof MC, the God MC Raz Cass, a.k.a. Motherfuck you. A.k.a. John Austin, a.k.a. Mr. Catch Me If You Can, a.k.a. One Four For The Horseman, a.k.a. Everybody's favorite rapper. Not your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Your, your, your least favorite rapper's favorite rapper and your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, Raz Cassiano. So he was cool enough to sit down on the uh, release of The Horseman Project, The Last Ride. Pick that up if you haven't. Amazing album. Shout out Cannabis. Shout out Killer Priest. Shout out Corrupt. Uh, everybody involved. Shout out M80. Shout out Planet Asia. Shout out uh, Chino XL. Great album, man. This shit's fire. It's very nice to see them put this thing together and actually come together as the original hip-hop supergroup of, of of potent lyricists and get it done right like it's mm-hmm. it's been a long time in the making yeah, so so what year was it that that like first became public i think i want to talking about that i want to say i want to say 90 it's in like either like around 97 between 96 and 98 maybe i know when we started putting out shit like 98 97 they were already i'd already you know what i mean they had already mm-hmm. made a name for doing that so i think around that i'm about to hit wiki though Right, yeah, so 96 is the first time Chino and Razkaz collaborated. It says years active, 96 present, so okay, I don't yeah. know. It, I looked up... Uh, Maybe that was just, like, the first time any collaborations with between any of them came period. out, but they had already, like, announced the right. group. Yeah, they might be counting on a technicality. Yeah. Um, either way you slice it, man, it's it's very... It's, it's, a, it's a great album... It's it's charting, you know what I'm saying? It's dope. It's dope to see 
these four MCs come together and put this. It's really conceptual, man. It's it's a lot going on, but it's done in such a uh, such a uh, such a cohesive and dope manner. You know that that it, it it's layered, man. There's a lot of layers to it. So we're gonna chop it up with Razkaz about that. Talk about the album a little bit and uh, what went into making it and how it was working with with with, with the rest of the Horsemen. So, you know. We'll get into that a little bit later. For now, you're going to stare at my cat's paws for five minutes. And then we'll, we'll cue the cat. For five. I'm actually going to do that. I want to put up a cat's paw right here. Just do it, yeah. <laughs> this is And this is it. This is five minutes. Uh, if you add uh, motherfucking people that want to sponsor us, this could be your ad time. So hit us up. Yeah. Definitely... Get at us. This could be you, you know. Pardon. Speaking of that, that just remind me. Did you ever hear Meow the Jewels? Uh, no, I know. I didn't hear it, you but know I know it what is, it is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> play. It's, it's like LP did a remix of it with all me with cats. I don't. I don't think was the LP that made it. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. That's funny as fuck. Meow the Jewels. What's it? Cat, is it cat? Cat sounds and shit. Is it like what? Yeah, is it? they basically like remade the beats with uh-huh. cat noises. You want to play? Can you play like a little <laughs> portion of it? Shout out to L. Shout out to LP and uh, definitely. It was actually released on a label. Sweet man. Yeah, I I, I know I saw them uh, promoting that. That's sweet. <laughs> Shout out to any any of LP's cats. I got cats. Yeah, you know I mean, bro. I'm lurking, serving all pussies who lack a purpose. I got them filled up with frizzack like Miss Ike. Is you all recite? I'm looking, lurking on bitches, twerking for service. The bitches bagging some burger. I'm yelling, screaming, and cursing. I'm putting pistols and faces at random places like, bitch, give it up. I stand adjacent to Satan. Batman chilling, the villains is here. No Jesus is here. I hear the demons in my ear. And I want it, I need it, I need it. Never faking rap, you motherfuckers up, leave you naked to shoot runners. Top tag team for two summers, live and let live, fuck you cuz, cause that's a fool's honor. I'm walking tote and I'm two llamas, you niggas ass and trash and trash, fuck it, I'm too honest. Fuck you, fuck boys forever, hope I said it politely, and that's about to say it, I mean, it's still dope. It's dope. It's 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 like in it's like in keys and shit. It's like in, in a certain keys. Yeah, and shit. yeah. I wonder where like just go searching for cat uh, noises and then just like. I bet you he did that. He got cat sound effects and then put them on a keyboard and picked the ones he liked and then just fuck with them and like. Yeah. That's actually so funny. <laughs> I did the, the, I must have heard like a bad clip of it because I don't remember it being like super Shout out to LP, shout out to Killer Mike, shout out to tra- uh, DJ Trackstar. You know what the bit of this. Meow the Jewels. Yeah, Yo, they got a new. Uh, they're about to go on tour with uh, um, how you say Rage Against the Machine. Are they? Yeah, that makes sense. I think they're. They. I mean, they got to be hitting here. But shout out to Run the Jewels. 
Who fucking made the video? I don't know. It's trippy though. I wouldn't. Oh, I would, it's oh that makes sense. It's on Adult Swim. I would not watch acid. Do acid and watch this video. I'll tell Hell you that no. much. Uh, uh, Syriac. Yo, so yo, yeah, no, I never heard. I never heard that. I just saw posts of it, and I just did, I, I think I heard like saw a clip of it on the post and shit. But that's it, exactly what I thought it was. Syriac's visual treatment is an LSD nightmare. It's an <laughs> <laughs> cat limbs and teeth. Then there's some fucked up uh, uh, human centipede cat shit going on where the cats <laughs> look all combined and shit. That shit's trippy, man. What's going on here? Hold up. What What's going on in the world? Let me think real quick. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So fuck it. Um, we've got a we've got a great podcast. I don't know, man. Let's just we should just Roll right into dive it. right into it, man. Yeah. Fuck it. Here it is. Ah! The horseman. Nothing up your sleeve. I'm on the unit 
versa back They collapse when I'm done with that This be all over the track You better kneel before it's hard And it's 200 pound bulldog Or you can fuck off and get a real job Pick the phone up Identify the numbers Push Dial 626 Push They bring push Black face take over the place Give me space We participate Every eye did a raw race Move the hard Camouflage face frost Kaleidoscope cross An asymmetrical war War on my medical card Last name horse When you step to me You telling me you trying to get lost Especially in music, you hear a lot of one-sided albums. But what I did in my album is I tried to make an honest album. Some songs I'm confused, some songs I'm angry, some songs I'm political, some songs I'm battle rapping, some songs whatever. This is a full Nelson podcast exclusive interview. Yo, um, congratulations on the Horseman album. It's super impressive, man. Um, it's dope as fuck. I know. I like that about it that you guys uh, made it conceptual, and like you said, everybody's not just trying to like. Rap, out-rap each other. Right, right, right. It's got a piece to it where there's skill involved, a high level of skill involved, but you guys aren't talking about the high level of skill involved. Sometimes you are. It was about uh, showing some range, showing we could we can conceptualize and it could still be, you know, a song that's not constantly, you know, battle, battle, you know. Uh, and, and plus if we did that and, and tried to out-rap each other, all the songs is for members, so you end up with these seven-minute songs all the time. and. Right. And and after there's not as much. Um, I think in the long term of that, you don't get as much replay value. So right. something's not. And it was cool to not be in a song and say, you know what, that's cool. Let them kill that, or you that, know, that's how you have to mix up the combinations. Uh, like yeah. you know, there's so then then, it, then then when you think about it like that, then the combinations are endless. Then each song gets interesting. Like everybody doesn't have to be on each song. Somebody might have two lines in the middle of somebody's verse on this one song. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, um, other thing is, uh, congrats on the on the K Slay 110 MC shit, man. That's dope. It's made it. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I, you always make it, bro. You're always you always are on everything, and you earn it. You're always you're always there, bro. All over the place. Like I went to go see the art of rap. I tried to go see the art of rap, but I couldn't find it in the theater before I knew you, and uh, right. you were in that shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So. You know, you always earn it. That shit's dope, man. Always representing the West, man. Uh, I, I got want to do my part. Shit's crazy, man. Um, so, yo, I've got some questions I wanted to ask you, like from a fan's point of view and shit, right? Some on some interview shit. So, sure. all right. So, how did you meet Organized Confusion? For, 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 let's go back. Let's go back. Western Hemisphere was you, Mean Green, Mister Voodoo, right? Uh, bird, me, bird, voodoo, and green. That's right. Okay, okay. Because I first read about you guys in the Rat Pages, just getting mm-hmm. Rat Pages magazine, being an avid reader, and I, that's when I first read about Remain Anonymous, uh, back and and won't catch me running, 
But like back then, you could just read the lyrics. It's not like I could get online and try to dig the shit up. You know what I mean with YouTube now. So now right. I could hear it like a motherfucker. But back then, I just had the imagination. And this was based. Okay, so I had heard your verse on the "Come With It" shit. We went all around the planet pitching, and no one hit it. I'm the second batter, ass cat. Well, then come with it all around the planet pitching, and no one hit it. I'm the second. Nah, forget. It. My Ferrari Magnum got 357 calories. To bust the sucker smelling like Gallagher. Body chemistry consists of Hennessy, toxic melanin with an adamantium skeleton like Wolverine. Chama heart pumps kerosene. Son, I spit butane. Burn any bastard you name till I die. And even when I'm maggots, I'ma still be fly. Perpetrator, you're not the one. Your name's not Anthony Hardaway. I'm like a wolf with blood dripping down the fangs. My techniques following up to shoot the flagrant technical. I be coming off the head rougher than ripped receptacles. Expecting exceptional syllables to be the next man's umbilical cord. Catch distortion. Grass cancel kids like abortion. Send the niggas to hip hop hell. Ock. Eternal damnation through riders blocking. I'll rock over the result of Reebok. And sand, stand deal, forget a live band, just my mouth and hand. And even if man was a prehensile, I'd still find a way to grip mics, hold my tip when I piss and pick off pubic lights. Cause see, I always been nice, but first brother slept, now I come back twice like Christ to resurrect the West. Um, I bought that Street Fighter soundtrack at a uh, store with my grandma when I was like, what the fuck was I? 16. That came out in 94. Right. The, the video and shit came out in 96, right? Like, like, come with, like, 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 later on or some shit? The come with a video? No. Uh, it, it all it came out in 94? It came out, yeah, because, I mean, that was bigger than us. That was uh, Van Damme. That was the movie. Right, the Street Fighter shit. Because you and Farside, y'all and Farside had the, had the best tracks on that shit. Um, but anyway. I, I would just get blessed at, uh, you know, I, I didn't have a deal back then. So that was Sway and Tech. Because they believed in 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 us pulling us onto a major situation, right? And so they, they 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 were able to place a certain amount of songs on that soundtrack, and they decided to to place us on that. And then and then we got a single out of it in a video. In a video, yeah. All right. So so that's that's all. You know, the big dogs. That's wake up show. That's Sway and Tech. And so and shout out Sway and Tech. And they so they picked you, Ahmad, and Rat and uh, Safir. Yeah, they were like, "We want y'all three on this." Yeah, we were. We were kind of. Sophia was hometown hero because the Wake Up Show Bay, start, right, right, starts in the Bay, um, amongst other heroes. But you know, like Hyro, they already had a deal and everything. So Swin and were kind of. I mean, uh, uh, Sophia and were on Hobo Junction was was still unsigned, right? Um, and then you know me, I was actually a, already a gold artist. But he was still a lyricist, like a hip hop head. He right. come in and go freestyle and battle like, like he was hungry still, yeah. like, like in the which was dope. So I was acquainted with Ahmad. I had met Safir once, um, and and then they crafted that record for us to do. When I so when I read about songs that you had and shit like "Remain Anonymous" and "Won't Catch Me Running," I had heard "Street Fight" your verse on "Street Fighter," and I tried to write like you, like I tried to craft a verse like that and I just simply couldn't do it. I'd only I just started rapping like two, three years ago and I just knew I couldn't do it. It was too, it was too much going on, man. I had to sit down and just pay <laughs> attention. But I was a big organized confusion fan, still am. And I read that you had a song with organized confusion back then too. And I always wondered what that song was. I know I asked you this when we were on tour and shit. Yeah, um I I don't have um 
Okay, so I mean, th those are a lot of components you literally asked. Right, about. my fault. Yeah, ADHD uh, and you know, shit. That, you got some ADHD. <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. Let me slow down. They're all, they're all these are all kind of transpiring at the same time, but there's a timeline, and yeah. I just try to make the timeline a little. Yeah, bit I know. I'm fucking shit up. I'm just throwing shit um, at you. I had a buzz uh, and a potential deal around '92, '93 when I was younger. I was 15 ish. Or something like that. Uh -huh. I fucked around, DUI, go to jail. Um, I had a bad record period, and then um, that deal goes on to um, that deal side. goes to Far Side. So they get the deal with DJP. That was really I introduced them to DJP in Frisco at one of the seminar. I forgot what it was called now. New music seminar was Gavin. Gavin. Something like that. No. Gavin, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at Gavin, I was with DJP. He was my manager and all this other stuff. Paul Stewart. Um, I knew Imani and Romine them from uh, just like hip hop in LA, you know. And so I introduced them, and then I went off to jail. When I came out, they had that. Um, so I did about a year and a half or something. And by the time I came back, they were popping. Also, when I came back, um, I kind of cut ties with a lot of people. Um, about some other shit, but even, even in high school, and I graduated high school early and all this other shit, um, I, me and Bird were already friends. We discovered this rap shit together. And that, and Battlecat used to support us and believe in us and would do demos for us. So when I got out, I ran back into Bird. Um, Voodoo went to high school with us. He was, he was, um, um, and, and, he, he he was like Bird homie. I I was kind of our glue was Bird. Bird was the producer idea, and, and Voodoo uh, uh, was rapping then heavily. I prior to that been I think a, a little bit more rapping. So when I got out of juvenile hall, well, really I got out of county jail. Um, uh, I got out of jail. I saw them in the mall, and Voodoo had a buzz, and he was working with. Wild West Records, which had the Mexicans and they had uh, the Knots. I used to sell mixtapes. But now I'm an MC. Right. I'm an MC. So they had the buzz and I'm just fresh out trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. Um, Bird and Voodoo pulled me in and I think at some point we met me green and that's when I start opening up and do working on new demos and working on new music. So I'm back with Wino. I'm back with uh, I'm back with uh, uh, Battle Cat. Um, also, at that same time, Coolio's popping. So before I went in, Wino was already saying like, "When you get out, we gonna, you know, we not gonna give up on you." And actually, the dude from Mad Circle, Coolio, has heard your music and he wanna fuck with you too. So my whole demo was gone. It was a wrap. Yeah. But when I got out, Coolio was already super on, meaning platinum. And then on the hip hop underground side, Voodoo was popping on on that, and so those were my outlets. And then, and the where where we would go, it was Wake Up Show. So that, I'm sure that's how I got to the Wake Up Show was through, uh, uh, you know, Bird and, and and Voodoo and them, and us going up there together and becoming the whole Western Hemisphere. That's what what I named it. Um, uh, and we spelled it him is fear. So. Inside of him is fear. Oh, that's dope. H-I-M-I-S-F-E-A-R. That's dope. Right. Um, yeah, I remember I seen a piece of y'all, 
uh, in Rap Pages 2, and that was it. And then I saw a, a piece later with Voodoo, and then I heard little stuff later on. But yeah, anyway, anyway, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you uh, did you do the Street Fighter verse before you went had to do time and shit, and before you came back out oh. and, and linked up mm-hmm. with uh, okay, okay, okay. Nuh-uh. That was all after. That was after. Yeah, that was after. I, I just did it. What did, um, what did the uh, old shit? What did the music sound like before that? Like you were younger for sure, but like what? Is there uh, any Adrian of that? Miller, Adrian Miller, who who signed uh, Anderson Pack is one of the only people I know that had it. Uh, I had, I had some young records. Uh, shouts out to Domino Theory, shouts out to Wino. I had a song called I Get Busy, uh, Battle Cat Produced. Uh, I had a song called Build and Destroy that Wino produced that was ill. And I, I, uh, the older demo, actually uh, beat mine, uh, the first song on Black Moon's album is, I don't, it's the craziest lightning striking at the same place. Uh, the first song on Black Moon's first album, it's that. It's we took the back part of uh, 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 just to get a rep, the watery sound, yeah. and looped that. And we took the nobody beats the biz drums, and then I had a dope a dope sax, and that was the song. And they ended up coming out with that same. You talking about? You talking about the the first one on Enter the Stage, the one uh, yeah, people stage, talk yeah. shit, but then, but then they must steal. I'm the type of boot no, to no, put. No, 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 because no, no, it's the first song that comes on when okay. the album first starts. Oh, with the Jamaican, it's got like Jamaican talk it's, right it's, before. I think it's called Brace for Impact. Okay, okay, but but literally, so that's kind of an indication of what my album, my first demo sounded like. It was that I had a song called Starving Artist, um, dark, dark. Jazz samples. Uh, uh, I mean, I've never really changed that, that my formula. Honestly, I've always just like really kind of darker, um, you know, jazz samples. I'm not a big funk dude, and and then like a classic break beats. That's that's what Remain Anonymous is. Is um, that's what I like, and then that's what you sound I, the best to. That it just. My zone, hear, how I felt internally. You could and hear that you, my fault. I don't mean to cut you off, but you could hear yourself. But, you could hear that you like this beat a lot. You like that's what that's what I thought about, like on Apocalypse Now. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, he fucks with this beat. Yeah, yeah. Something that's that's another. You know, it, it those vibes kind of fit fit me when I'm and I'm and feeling some type of way, like moody. So, um, yeah. Uh, and then Bird, Bird. Me and him had the same sensibilities. He was just a much better producer than me, so he would make better versions of things I like. Um, and then, and uh, yeah, my, yeah, my demo. I had Black of the Berry. Um, it was still Knowledge of Self. I mean, I, I, they were Knowledge of Self. Um, just a younger version of it, I guess. Was um, the, what was your flow like? Had it was it like how it how it was? Uh, it was. I mean, it, it was probably more more rapid fire probably because that was what was in i don't have nobody has that tape anymore i've been trying to find that demo with five or six songs that i had i wish i had it uh it would freak me out i'm sure and i probably would think I, somebody's you know, got it nardward knows, knows who's got it somebody <laughs> had it and I, I i know albie had it because they they had given it uh coolio and them gave it to uh albie and uh you know, uh, it, it was 
probably, I, I, I probably was, uh, probably still similar to Solo Nice, just not, ha hadn't had the same amount of experiences. So I probably got more jaded <laughs> as I got older. So probably by the time you heard me, I was a bit more jaded. <laughs> um, but but uh, yeah, no, nah, probably very similar. I just, I haven't heard it. I can kind of remember the songs in my head and the production. Um, I've, I've always wanted to uh, to go find that stuff, and 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 I just don't have anybody that I know who who has it. If anybody but, yeah. has these old Raz uh, demos, please come forward with them. Like like they, they like this is gonna do it. It would have been out there if it's gonna be out there, but you never I know. know. That's that's how I feel. You know. Um, and then you know, I, I have a mother who uh, you know, not that it's the smartest thing to do, but she'd get mad and throw shit away. And then I, I, <laughs> you know, if I fuck up, then she throws shit away. Yeah. And I remember just telling her like, yeah, you know that Aquaman number one and all this other shit you threw away. That's big money now. You know, <laughs> right. you know, you, know, you, you could have you could have bought your car off of some of that shit. Yeah, it's not like just throwing your toys away or some shit. Just throwing it away. You know, wasn't the best idea in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, yeah, unfortunately, uh, process of life, uh, uh, a lot of times, you know, it, it got thrown away. And, uh, you know, all I could do is, is keep it, is, it's up here a little bit. But Where'd you record it at? Really Can you, what about the engineer where you recorded it at? Uh, I, I remember asking Wino about some of the songs and he, he threw away his toys. They were old and then he threw the eight track away or the, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, bro. You don't throw out music, man. Yeah, how'd you throw away eight tracks? Um, and now niggas want an eight track. Or oh, four track, yeah. like like the Tascam and shit, and the Fostec. Yeah. Yo, I used to have that. At the, that's how I learned. Yeah, that, those are the shit. Um, you know, people, so, you know, did you meet oh, Helter Skelter uh, from being on Priority? Because Uniform, you know, I, I had the Rhyme and Reason vinyl and shit. Like the song with you and Helter Skelter and Cannabis on there, that shit was ill. And how did you guys meet? How did you originally meet Helter Skelter? Well, we were label mates by then. Right. Uh, okay. So it was for the soundtrack, for the Rhyme and Reason soundtrack. So I was already in the movie. Um, that's one of the first times uh, I was actually like flown out to do something. So I they bootlegged that movie. I, took, I, I bootlegged that movie. I took a camcorder to the movie theater and recorded it. <laughs> I did. I swear to God. I probably still have it. But I sat uh, there well, with the whole thing. But yeah. I, I, hey, man, that, as yeah. long as you got it, man, that's all that counts. I was, bro, I'm up. That's right, able so. to check it out. All right. So. And share it with the people, but. No, I didn't I, sell I, it. I just watched it for myself because I was such a hip hop nerd. I did, you know what I mean? I knew I'd want to rewind shit. This motherfucker's rapping in it. I knew I'd want to see over and over again. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, that's dope. yeah. I um, no, we were already label mates and and and, and homies, and then um, they didn't know cannabis, so I cannabis was a friend I had met. Um, I, and I probably wouldn't say friend. I, I would say cannabis was like my peer that my homies in Atlanta knew. And I'd heard him and I thought he was just phenomenal, you know, another peer. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I got out, uh, when I was going into the studio, he was out there and was like, yo, you know, I came out to New York, I'm working with Whoop Ram and uh, it was awesome. And uh, I advocated like, you know, like they didn't know him. They like, who's son? I was like, yo, he dope. And then he, I remember uh, Cannabis said son and, you know, take a javelin and stab him in the abdomen. And then I remember, uh, uh, Sean Price recipes was like, yo, I like sun, javelin in the abdomen. I like it. I like it. 
I was like, I want him on the record too. They was like, that'd be dope. Let's do it. And so, you know, thanks to Health and Skelter for, uh, you know, uh, you know, being open to, to you know, skill to rock with, with somebody who, who wasn't their man, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, cause we were doing, uh, we were doing our first team up as label mates and I pulled in, you know, random, you know, me on some bullshit. Wait, what year was pulled this? 96, right? Was that 96, 97? Uh, probably. Well, yeah. the movie's called Rhyme and Reason. So let me yeah, ask Rhyme you this. 95, 96. Did, uh, did, uh, was that can, that was Cannabis' first time on Wax, or was Music Makes Me High remix the first yeah, time? Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out this when he, when he. I I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know. If music Makes Me High remix it came out yet because yeah. we would have known that. I don't think it came I, out yet. So you put so Cannabis was that was his first time on Wax, and basically, yo, that's dope, man. <clears throat> you and Biss destroyed that record, man. That shit's insane. What'd you I say? think everybody acted up. Everybody destroyed it, man. But you have you have a lot of bro. What'd you say? You said I used, bitches used to say I was good for nothing. Now I'm good for nothing. Down bitches, bro. It's a lot of shit. See, I school people. <laughs> then I after school like detention. A lot of shit. A lot of quotes on that shit. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Detention was a good line. I'm yeah, school. <laughs> school. Then I after. There's a lot like, of lines. Yeah, all kind of shit on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, we. It was a great. Uh, it was a great time. We were all young, innocent. Bright eyed, bushy tailed, and uh, you know, and, and 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 again, really about the culture, man. And there wasn't a lot of ego, and but I've never encountered ego with with rock and rock, man. With Elder Skelter, and you know, them brothers is just always being good people, anyway. They're incredible. They're incredible um, MCs, and I had the privilege to to know Sean Price a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, did, man. Did a couple he, of shows. He's my brother, man. Yeah. You know, he, he's a uh, Rest in peace, Sean the Barbarian. You know, and, and and you know, much love to his whole family, the little Sean, the Bernadette, man, yeah. big, big, big people. Yeah, man. Um, so and the beat finder, shouts out to him. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I wanted to ask uh, on the Four Horsemen album, mm-hmm. did you get? Did you have one producer for all the beats, or did you get beats from <laughs> multiple? No, 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 no. Um, the, uh, we. Some of the stuff was already produced and just kind of incomplete from years ago, man. You know, um, I'm not gonna tell people which songs or what, but <clears throat> because it doesn't matter, it's new to, to the world. And right. that's, I, 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 I really felt like um, that was our biggest problem is that we would have these incomplete songs and somebody would bootleg it. And so they never did justice to, to what the song's potential was because it was literally off of that. They didn't have the sessions. They just had a copy. Like we all had one. So I don't know, maybe somebody left the CD and somebody carned and he took it and he burnt this album out of it. And, and well, good for him, you know, for the people that did that, they got some money. And back then probably got a lot of money to my understanding. Yeah. But, you know, for, for us, it was, we didn't get shit out of it. We invested our time, energy, money into it. And then we didn't even get a fair, uh, 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 delivery of what it could be, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. You didn't um, present it the way you wanted to. Yeah, we got we didn't, we got an unfair presentation, you know. And so, uh, th- what all I was concerned with was giving things a pr- fair presentation, whether it was one one month old or 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 five years old or fifteen years old, was give it a fair presentation about this journey that we had. And uh, and with that being said, we already had picked dope beats. Some of the beats were dope. 
And that's why I didn't change the beat. And then some things I was like, well, you know what? We got, you know, whatever. Cannabis is rhymed on this. Um, but the beat, eh, it's a little dated. Why don't we wave it and, and update this beat, 2022 this beat, and <clears throat> you know, see if the other fellas are filling the dots around what cannabis did, follow his direction still, but let's switch the vibe on the production. And so it was a bit of both of those happening. So did you yeah. do some of the production on there on those? I, I didn't produce anything. I just, you know, I, I reached out to people that I know, um, Anno Domini, Domini, they, they, um, oh, yeah. they, they, they did, uh, uh, the, the one second record, uh, Omid is a, he's an ill New Yorker that I met, uh, in the past couple of years, he did the last ride record. Um, uh, you know, we, you know, uh, some, some of the classic shit is, uh, you know, having, uh, um, uh, shit, I can't think of the brother's name right now. Um, well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> it does matter. So I apologize, but a lot, a lot of dope people, I'd, I'd say a PA Dre is one of the newer guys. PA Dre does a lot of RJ Payne's production period. He does sometimes entire albums of PA Dre. So, you know, when I'm looking for like some gritty, you know what I mean? shit so i i just reached out to producers who i knew that that you know um were interested in helping me sculpt a vibe yeah. and sometimes we went through a couple of iterations on, on pulling tracks out um like we, we'd have something like and this ain't it and then we you know take it you know take another swing at it and then you know we finally got it where we wanted it so it felt and played a certain way and then some some people like honestly some of the tracks we didn't have the we couldn't find a producer and so um what we would do is we take his two tracks and we just rebuilt everything so from the two track and then lift track. out and then and, and, well, to the point where we could pretty much just take the two track out but we left the two track in so he still got production those people you know what right, i'm saying right. but we had to rebuild it replay the baseline same breakbeat. Right. Oh, so we waved this shit out because that's, I wanted it to have that, the feel of what the journey was. It's, right. a 15, it's really a 20 year journey. And I, if I replaced everything, it, it would be today and we'd be trying to do too much today shit. I wanted it to yeah. feel like. I mean, to me, 20, to, to me, it sounds all brand new record. Like I couldn't tell anything was older, any of that shit. Like the beats sound all fresh. Everything sounds sound fresh. Together or anything. Everything sounds fresh, bro. Yeah. And man, I, I, I really, uh, Dr. Dre told me maybe, I don't know, it was a long time ago now, but uh, he, he said to me that he noticed that I had that same kind of a, uh, the thing he has, he's like, you're a producer. He's like, you like to produce. Arrange and shit. Right, and had a vision of it. And uh, and I do, I, I really enjoy, you know, people giving me a concept of what they're trying to do and then us expanding on that with some of my vision, but really just helping somebody reach their full potential of their vision. Um, so that's, that, that's kind of what the fellas let me do this time, which I could, is great. I could tell it's got your DNA in a lot of the titles and a lot of the cooks and how things are structured. I could tell, I could tell that you had a big hand in kind of arranging and, and, and kind of, yeah, bringing a lot of it together. Yeah, man, it was super fun for me. I enjoyed that part of it. So 
to to have those uh you know everybody's a legend they own right corrupt cannabis killer priest you know by themselves they are legends so you know very humbled that they gave me let me you know take a shot at it and uh that was part of the fun was at the end of the day going to pitch them the project like this is what i think and one by one just saying like here bro and uh before anybody else heard it i had to let them hear like yo this is what i think it should be and then you know like yo like you know i think corrupt paid me the biggest compliment ever and he's just like yo you know like he, he told me he was proud of me and gave me a hug like yo this shit is i believe it i see it this is dope and you know we showed him the artwork this is the this is the cover this is the he's like yo i fucking see it like this is he's like you, you had me at the fucking cover you came with a big 30 by 30 cover of the album I'm like look and now listen he's like yo i see it i hear it i feel it like this is you know so it's a blessing man it's been you know it's been it's been a it's been <laughs> a long road man that uh I, again, you know, all our brothers did it, you know, the slaughterhouses and everybody else. And, you know, I just felt like if my bros could do it, we could do it too, you know, just once, if, if, if only one, no less, you know, and I think we really did a great job. And I think they think we did a great job. And what's even uh, means a lot more is that other artists and the hip hop community it has supported us enough, uh, you know, that we charted um which was big i don't never chart <laughs> i don't ever chart on billboard so i'm like oh shit we, you know we, that's progress bro and 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 that you know and that that you know like press wise like motherfuckers like yo this shit is dope and you got this shit you know like like you know like you can't say you uh, hip, you like hip-hop and not listen to this and say this shit is fucking ill oh, shit. so that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Yeah, bro. I saw the big ass billboard in Times Square, man. It it's making a lot of noise, man, and rightfully so. Um, how did the how did y'all form? I don't even know how the horsemen formed. Um the the long, the, the short version is Windy Day was had rap coalition has still has rap, rap coalition. coalition. Yeah, shout out Windy Day. She is by she is a. My hip hop angel, she's the best. We love Wendy Day. And uh, back day, she was having around 2000s, maybe even 99, Rap Coalition was having a battle. Uh-huh. And this battle was signed and unsigned artists. So a lot of people, like I think Red Man had a team and maybe Method Man had like all these different teams. Like, And um, I decided I'd have a team and so it was about 99. Um, and uh, I called my called my teammate because it was four men teams. And I called my my teammate. Um, he agreed to be on my team. And then uh, Corrupt called me and was like, yo, I want you to be on my team. And I was like, well, who's on your team? And he said, I got cannabis on my team and kill a priest. And then I was like, well, I got cannabis on my team, so he like, well, fuck it, we joining your team. And I was like, yeah, we'll join your team because that's four. I was like, yeah, you know, because I didn't know Killer Priest. I was a fan. I had bought Heavy Mental, but I had never met, met him. And so I was like, well, shit, if you got Killer Priest, corrupted Killer Priest, and then Cannabis Razzcast. So it started from that. We were supposed to battle um, other, you know, other peers, you know, uh, for Rap Coalition, this MC battle. 
the battle ended up not happening. A lot of teams dropped out. Damn. And then, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah, it, w- it would have been crazy if, if all those teams would have showed up and actually got busy. That should have been history. Period. How close did it get to where it didn't happen? Like, did you guys have rhymes ready I'll and shit? Or? Maybe a week, maybe a week because uh, 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 for a month, motherfuckers was getting ready. Like, yo, this is gonna be crazy. Um, but uh, then teams started pulling out. So Wendy's like, well, you know, so and so pulled out, and so and so. And by the time it got to it, it was like only one signed group, you know, people that were signed. And and my logic was I didn't want to, you know, I, I didn't sign up to to get the little fish. I wanted to yeah. I wanted to fight with the big fish. Cause I got, you know, I'm hungry and we got something to gain. I want to get it ill team the big too. dogs that everybody's saying is the, the truth. I want to get that because of course I'm an opportunist, you know, on some battle shit. I don't want to battle a little unknown dude. He he got nothing to lose. So yeah, I mean, do you think so, that it was like a matter of the other big names hearing who else no, was in no, and they no. were scared of it or I don't I, I probably just thinking at the end of the day, like um sometimes just not worth it. I understand that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they're like, uh, what are we doing? It wasn't for no money. It, like it wasn't like it was just on some hip hop battle shit, and probably labels were probably like, yeah, yeah, I don't know about this so and so, like. The, the right. fuck's the win here. Right. You know I mean, so for whatever reason, I don't think it was like uh anybody being overly threatened by anybody else. It was just like self-preservation is the first law of nature. And if you ain't got the benefit, um, you know, then probably don't do it. Um did you know did, at, were you aware of who the other names were that were supposed to be in it? Yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't tell it. Yeah. It was good rappers though. It was dope rappers. It was it was dope. It was it was you ask Wendy Day about it. I, that, that was, <laughs> I don't know Wendy Day. Well, I, I'm gonna send her a message that will never get answered. Tell you, and then maybe she'll tell you. Let's do. I'm gonna hit her up. Yeah, like, I'm let's sure, let's I'm do sure the new battle. A let's whole do it. List of those people that was the battle. Okay. So, um, how did you meet Diamond D? For um, you know, like, did you already know cats from going to New York and stuff? Had you already been going to New York before you got your deal and stuff, or from doing shows? Or what? Uh, yeah. Um, if it wasn't through, you know, Wino and Coolio, uh, I was already kind of, uh, being blessed enough that people, uh, appreciated what I did. Kid Capri was very instrumental in, in pulling me out, um, to, 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 to New York to hang and, and, and record. Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely had a, I, I was, I was, you know, while at the, at the time, a lot of West Coast rappers were being criticized for not being able to rap good. I was already pulled in like, but you're the anomaly. You're from like, you're from New York. I'm like, I'm not They're like, yes, you are. You must've been born in New York. Like, no, I wasn't like, yo, but you rap like one of us. You one of us. I was lucky to, you know, you know, um, I, 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 I was an honorary <laughs> sitter. So no, nah, man, uh, I, I was developing those. Listen, relationships. There's OC. There's no. footage of you and K- and KRS rapping together, and KRS is so hype to be rapping next to you, bro. Uh, you have you seen that footage since it happened? Have you seen that no. online since it happened? I mean, you were there, <laughs> but like, <laughs> yo, that should trip me out. It's just, crazy, I mean, he's man. such a he's such a great you know big brother, and uh, you know when you meet your idol and your idol, uh, you know, uh, 
actually reciprocates and treats you like like you belong man it means a lot like but you know chris is my favorite you know that's my favorite rapper it's a lot of his a lot of his influence is what what made me even want to try to write a rap um and, and including him just you know to be able to chop it with pun and you know or kick it with big l like i call it bardom you know um and it wasn't about who sold the most records it was about people respecting somebody's talent and skill set and want and wanting to uh to see that grow like you know pun more than once just told me really complimentary things about who i was you know and i'm buying his records just like man weird like this dude how can he say nice shit to me like i'm the guy buying his records man but he was just genuine real um you know that means a lot it uh it helps me remember how to how to how to control the ego and be appreciative and let people know that that they special and and uh you know and not be a groupie like i i you know i try to treat people especially if i respect their talent um i'm never threatened by their talent i respect it and i try to cultivate that and show them love the same way some of the legends have done it for me instead of you know being a jealous bitch you know hater that's like oh he he think he you know or if he get on then i might take my spot like a lot of these artists feel like that they so business and and insecure um so so about self-preservation that it becomes envy um i don't want to be that yeah yo um so when i first met you bro i thought you were cocky as shit i thought you were so you're so you're not you're nothing like what i thought you were you remember that show we had out in wherever the fuck at the but you mean you thought he was cocky i met, you met yeah him? yeah you, okay. you remember this no when i met him and yo so you remember the show that we had uh you and brand name and uh it was out in new mexico or some old shit it was yeah it, you remember okay because we met because because beehive was managing me and he told exactly. me he used to manage you and i tried to get a vert from you and did it yeah yeah that um but uh what was my point? Oh yeah, so you were doing an interview in the hallway, and then uh, with 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 somebody magazine or something, uh, mm-hmm. and I walked by. I don't know why I thought you were like super cocky. You know, sometimes people could tell you that they think something about you, and you're like, huh? And you're like, you're like, I'm. I wouldn't like that at all. But it's just sometimes, maybe it's how I perceive you because you sound cocky on record, and you were, and you didn't know me, so there's no reason for you to be talking to me. But I'm like, yo, I want to talk to Razkaz too. I think that's how I felt for real, like from a fan's point of view. But then when I met you and got to know you, coolest dude ever, man. Like, so cool. So cool, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, man. Shit, I'll just, I mean, I, I think it takes a cocky, gotta be an asshole to be a rapper in the first place. True. To some degree. True. You know, just to think everybody should listen to what I have to say on this beat. Mine is better than his and everybody else's like, listen to me and give me money to tell you what I think. So, you know, that, that in itself takes a cocky son of a bitch, but you know, you ain't gotta be like a a, a dick, like a fucked up human being. So I just, I don't know. My homies always kind of just raise that shit. Plus, you know, um, nah, I'm, I'm just, like I said, like the way OC treated me or the way RZA treated me, or, you know what I'm saying? You know, the way, uh, 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 Battle Cat treated me, you know, um, Coolio, like I'm, you know, um, rock him, like, you know, the God, like people treat me with love and respect and, 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 you know, you know, about the craft, you know, and, and, and not to, you know, like it's, it, 
I don't know. I just feel as if selling the records is one thing, and a lot of people's heads get bigger or smaller based on that. But I was I was popular before rap. I was popular in high school. I got bitches before all like. So I'm not a person that was made because of sheer fake ad Adelaide's from record sales or being on a label. Mm. I was in general, you know, I had a pretty cool journey and got a cool girl and, you know, whatever. And, and it was, was light before that. So a lot of people like, they don't know how to be cool because they're not cool people. They just are now successful. Mm. Whereas I was just taught by cool people, just be cool, man. And, and you know, shit, you actually come off cool if you, you know, especially with me, like, hey, thanks, man. Or how's it going, man? You know, whatever. Talk because shit. And, you know, what if what if what if you don't have the record deal no more? Mm -hmm. And then now you got a brown people that you try treat it like shit. A lot of rappers go through that. Well, see, of, I've done that's how people I did that. I fucked up a lot of things in the early in the in, in the beginning. I made a lot of mistakes where I did that, where I, I was young and, and exercised my ego on some bullshit and did shit like that. So I know exactly what you mean. But you know what's crazy doing that? And earning it back, it, I appreciate it now to where I don't want to fuck it up because I'm building my shit back up. You know what I mean? But I feel like it's like yeah. going to jail. I, honestly, I feel like everyone should go to jail at least once because the way you appreciate your freedom once you first come out those doors is unlike anything else in the world. Same thing with losing your shit. I think in life you should lose all your shit or like fuck up real bit, almost lose your shit. And then earn it back because then you appreciate it so much more. Like Mickey, on some Mickey Rourke shit, you know what I mean? When he got his shit back, he put, got his career popping. I just had to learn shit like what you just said about treating people. A lot of people that I was like an asshole to uh, uh, on my so-called way up is people I saw on my way down. That, that's uh, people to this right. day that's more popular than me. And that taught me a lot of shit. Yeah, see, I was, I was always taught that who you see on your way up, you see on your way down. So I just... Um, I, I tried my, I mean, I, my problem was I talk shit to the power structure mm -hmm. because I'm a rebel and I stand for what's right. But then the power structure will tear your ass up. So I, what I learned was shut the fuck up and let the power be the power structure and let them help you get what you need to get. Mm -hmm. I was talking, I wasn't talking shit to like the fans. I was talking shit to <laughs> the boss. Yeah. Bad idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. You know, I, I felt like they should have should have got the same fucking memo I got. Treat people with respect, be nice, don't be a liar, don't be a cunt, you know, and, and unfortunately they could control my bank account. So they made shit rough. But that still didn't break me into the day. It, it was a learning experience, but I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to go apologize to them. The ironic part is some of those people have come back in life and apologized to me for doing, you know, for 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 purposely sabotaging me. Cause I didn't do nothing to them. What people that worked a priority and shit like that? Uh, but people, I, I mean, shit. People there and other places that that did sabotage shit, hater shit. Cause I didn't do nothing to them. I just, I'm not a groupie. I don't laugh at your joke if it ain't funny. A lot of motherfuckers that get around the superstar and all, every joke is the funniest and everything he wears the cooler. Like get out of here. You sound like a fucking you a dick sucker. And I'm not, bro. I just don't do that shit. If the joke ain't funny, I don't laugh. You know what I'm saying? I'm not purposely hating, like I don't like your joke, but I don't. That's don't a lot of work to be fake. It's too much work to be fake, man. Yeah. Then you got to keep it up. Like it's too much it takes work. a lot of energy to be fake, man. <laughs> and then you end up not clicking with the right people because you're not being yourself. So now well, you're like hanging out with. You end up being, you end up being in groups with other fake people because that's the only place that actually right. works. 
So, right. um, speaking of like fighting against the powers that be, when you rent, I want to talk about when you, uh, when you were on the running shit and you, you had your masters, you already, you uh-huh. already facing time. Cause I've been on the running shit before and it's, it's a, it's a, I was out in California too when I was doing it. I had battles to do and shit. And it's crazy because you always had to look over your shoulder. It's insane. But 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 that shit's crazy. Tell me, tell me and the people that don't know about that, about that, because to me that's raw. Unless you don't want to talk about it or can't talk about it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, I'll overview it. I mean, you know, um, that's, that was just a my back was against the wall. And I had a company that was unable and or un, this is legalese. This is what it says in the contract. If you feel your company is unable or unwilling to uh, perform their their rent obligations to you as an artist, then you have the right to to hold them in breach. And so I held my company in breach. Um, they not only decided to uh, sabotage me, um, hold my record for a year because I they, I was going to jail in a year, but all they they wanted a Dr. Dre record that essentially they didn't even know they had. And then my A&R, he, he denies it now still, which I don't understand why, but he used to always deny it. Um, Mark Brown, um, you know, he, he let them hear the song. I, we had a whole plan. Ghetto Fabulous? Single. No, this is after Ghetto Fabulous. It was a different is, Dr. Dre song? This, this is when we going on Van Gogh slash the Golden Child album. And so now we're talking about 2000 it's 2001 um and so the whole thing was just stick to the plan and on the low dre had given me a new uh record and uh there was one version with buster rhymes on the hook and and so bus was was green lit and said it was okay to use his hook um and so I was, my whole thing was like we're gonna we're gonna really have an amazing album uh we had we had two scott storch records we had a kanye west record we had Premier, like, but there was a plan. We had a high tech record with me and Pharaoh Mods, See What I See. Um, uh, we had a Maya record with Scott Storch on it. Like, we had a record and we had a plan. We had, you know, you go into your marketing means with your label, and then your label says, We're going to do this, then we're going to do that. Well, my, my company found out while I was on the Eminem Anger Management Tour that I also had a Dr. Dre record. And all of a sudden, the entire plan switched and it went back to the Ghetto Fabulous shit where they groupie out and said, oh, that's your single. No, it's not my single because we had a plan. The premiere record, we shoot a video, we're going to do this the same way Common and Jay-Z and Biggie. You come out with your with your primo shit first, let hip-hop know it's official with premiere, then you could drop this high-tech record, then we could drop the Maya record, and on the low, then I'm going to say surprise, you guys, Dr. Dre got us, and we gonna hit him with Dre and kill him at the end, but not before because you didn't pay for it. So, so, so basically, essentially, they got mad and said, "If you don't let us put the Dr. Dre record out first, then we're gonna just sabotage you." And I said, "Fuck you." They and said that. I, I wrote, yeah, yeah. Because uh, honestly, rich white people think they know everything. They think they always know how to fucking tell everybody what to, how to do everything. They do, and it it, it it's the arrogance. It's white people's privilege in a country that that they've stolen, and that's a whole different thing. But it gets irritating. I agree. You know, and, and it gets irritating, and, and especially and it's your art, and you got it on a face. You got it because of who you are. You brought Doctor Dre to the table. You on the strength, and then they want to pimp it. It's like, yo, I'm letting you sell this, 
we're letting you sell this, but you're going to do it the way I want you to do it because this is the only way it makes well, sense. Well, it's not that the way is, I want you to do it. This is the way, this is not only that, though, Smart. This is the way that you guys said we should move this before. And the last time I let you pick my single, the Dr. Dre, you fumbled it and then left me for dead and moved on. What do you mean? 1998. You got to remember 1998 to 2000, I moved to New York and didn't record with Priority Records because they fucked off my career and turned their back on me and then blamed me about the Dr. Dre record. And I and then and then and right after me, Eminem becomes a megastar. So I said, this ain't my fault. He everybody else is a megastar. It's you. But you're gonna do it again. Now we got a plan, and Dre's gonna reinvest in me one more time with a plan that I told him the plan that y'all, you and I agreed to, but now that you know that we got another Dr. Dre record, you're going to hold me out, fuck it up again, play my ace card, and then leave me for dead again. And then that shows they weren't going to try to work anything after that Dr. Dre. They were just going to do that Dr. Dre and then just stop, and that would be it. And they had, But they had already proven that they're not good at that. They had already proven they'll fail if they go use the Dr. Dre card because they don't do their job. They did that before. I wasn't going to fall for the same fucking dildo. And so I, they gave me no choice but to, to, but to come up with alternative situation. And then, you know, we went to war. I sued them. They countersued me. Then EMI sued me in New York. It was fucked up. I just, I just, um, but here's, here's but the ill part is that you ran up in the motherfucking spot and grabbed your masters and ran while you were on oh, yeah. the run. That's what I'm getting at. You were on the run. You were already on the run from the cops. I got more press. And that was, know, we dope. sold shit. I made, I, I made more money on that run. And I always say I didn't go on the run. I walked out. I walked out. People, I didn't run. Nobody snatched to snatch their masters. That's what's so dope. I, ca- I caught a flight to New York with less than the legal amount of cash. So it's ten thousand dollars. I had nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars in my pocket, and I jumped on an airplane to New York and said, "Fuck you, eat my dick," and I got my album. Yeah, because back then it was the big hard uh, scuzzy drive. I took my scuzzy and I was out, bro. Fuck y'all. You think you're going to play me? All this hard work? Fuck y'all. Well, you still have that album? Out. Yeah, got it. That album hasn't come out, has it? Um, with, high, with the high-tech joint and all that? Some iteration of it, uh, you know. Um, some iteration, but not everything, because I don't have the, uh, for whatever reason, I don't have the Kanye record. My aunt, Mark Brown has everything. He's probably waiting till I die so he can put this shit out, but... Uh, you'll still have to pay my kids, nigga. Um, <laughs> he gonna pay the estate. So uh, now the reality is, um, uh, I, I, there was a time for that record while I was in prison. One of the nicest things that that would happen because a few people had copies of it that I want. You know, I wanted people to have it before it went all bad. Yeah. Um, Paul Rosenberg, you know, a, a few times wrote me, man. It was really nice, like personally, and it was just like, man, I'm, you know. I'm listening, you know, like a year later, a year and a half later, two years later, like, yo, I'm listening to this Golden Child record and this shit is phenomenal. I had made the quintessential West Coast lyricist album. Like I had, you know, we, it was really dope, man. We, we, you know, it's just my company, they just didn't have the vision, you know? Um, and, and it was, un, you know, unfortunate for me that I picked the wrong company. They just didn't get it and they weren't gonna get it. And the only way to, to, to change that was to leave. And and unfortunately, because Jay-Z left, um, they never wanted to let me go. And they had even said that, like, we're not gonna have another Jay-Z. So we'll just ruin your career. That's what they said to me. 
That's Jesus. fucked up. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's cutthroat as hell. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. imagine. I've never been on a major. Like, I'd consider priority a major. You know what I mean? Uh, um, I have never, I can't imagine somebody telling you what to do with your art and trying to dictate it and trying to switch it around with you on such a major label and so many hands in the pot and so many, you know what I mean? And no one that really understands it. That shit must have been frustrating as fuck, man. I mean, it, it, it was a horrible place to be because, you know, I, you can't, it's humanly impossible to piss against a, a, a you know, a, a fire hydrant. Right. I can't. Like, a, I'm going to run out of liquid. And this is, they got all the liquid with a with more pressurized. So, mm-hmm. you know, that part was, was was David against Goliath. It's like trying to, to take the government to court. You know what I mean? You just can't, right. you cannot do it. Right. You just, you know, it, it, it was frustrating, um, you know. I had had nothing before, so that part, you know, it, it wasn't great. It didn't feel good, but, um, you know, uh, I was used to it, and I didn't care about their fame, to be perfectly honest. So a lot of people bow and break because they want to stay famous, and they still want to have their video on TV. I didn't give a fuck about that. Um, not enough. Not enough to continue to put up with, with, with the disrespect and the egos of, of people that, that lied continually didn't have my best interest or my children's best interest and not even my career's best interest. They're just fucking liars. And they just happen to be white people that get paid a lot of money to do that to, to people of color. They wouldn't have did it to Callie Minogue. They wouldn't, you understand what I'm saying? They wouldn't, you know, those cap, it was Capitol records by then. They had bought priority priority was nothing but an imprint, but they didn't talk about me. They cared about those Beatles diamond, diamond plaques up there. They didn't care about us. They didn't care about, they didn't care. There was a few of us still there at Capitol. They didn't care about Faith Evans. They didn't care, they didn't care about me. And then they're going to pimp me out. The, the reason why they couldn't do what they wanted to do is because Dr. Dre never charged me for the beat. So you can't get the record. Can't do shit with the record. Because they, they, they don't own it. it. They don't own it. Right. You didn't pay no money. You didn't pay. Dr. Dre beat costs either 250000 if he being nice or half a million dollars. Are you going to buy that? Are you going to buy it? Are you going to buy the Dr. Dre beat? You're not. So shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And then Buster Rhymes, who probably won another $200,000. So right. you, do you have do you have half a million to three quarters of a million dollars to put on this record? You don't. Not for me. Maybe for Kylie Minogue, but you're not going to do it for me. So shut the fuck up. And and, and instead of and, and instead of, you know, sticking to their agreement about how to how to how to promote they decided they just rather kill me to rather kill it that that was their that was their logic so yeah you know i, I wasn't gonna take that kind of abuse again yeah fuck i went got i went and got a hundred thousand dollars with my homeboy storm you know what i'm saying and 40 glock and, and, and kept it pushing and did some other shit because now i was on the data ones that snitched on me and went and told all the magazines like rascals took the masters and, and left like you snitch and then they got me pressed. They got me on all the covers. I was like, this good. is great. <laughs> it's better to hear it from them. So, you know, that was it, man. It was, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was rough, man. That, that was just a hard fight because, <clears throat> you know, in that time, rap changed. And, and, and you know, it went from to 50 to, to full trap, you know. So that time for bars and skill sets where that was a viable thing to go get a, che- a check or a situation that should die. <laughs> so in so, that sense, uh, you know, in that sense, they kind of took, uh, 
one of my a great opportunity and time period for me to 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 make a lot of money with my skill set right now. Uh, but I, it, it seems like that time period is coming back. Coming back, right? I had to wait out. The, I had to wait out the cycle. And 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 we're doing well with this horseman thing, and that's a blessing. Like exactly. and skill says, King Los, and you know, and 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 you know, again, you know, the J Coles, and like people can rhyme. Like people are rhyming good. You know what I'm saying? The production style may have changed a little bit, um, but even some of them is doing just straight, you know, boom bap hip hop shit. They just drop a little bit. You know, the 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 drums, the, the hi-hat moves different. Right. You know what I mean? For real. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Just get, like, somewhat catchy hooks so it gets radio play. Right. So so it's a, it's a good time to be, you know, in the culture. And, uh, shit, I'm just glad I survived, the, you know, the drought that they tried to inflict on me. But, you know, shit, I made it, you know, end of the day. It's a legend. It's legendary now. You know what I mean? You're still here. It's le- That shit's legendary. Yes, sir. So let me ask you, when you went and did your time for the shit that you were already on the run for, did they, was there added charges that you had to face from priority for some shit for that situation? Did they try to get you on, be any, did they try to get you on anything of that or nothing? Mm-hmm. No, uh-uh. they, they, they couldn't did. do nothing? Hmm. Uh, they- I, uh, the, the good thing about it was that uh, I, I could have got way more time. They didn't. I mean, I had had intentions of turning myself in. I ended up having, I got caught in Vegas but, uh, doing a show that I knew I shouldn't have did anyway. Um, but no, no, they, they, they just, you know, they gave me my three would have. So I ended up doing, you know, another 20 months, 19, 20 months, basically two years, a little less than two years. Um, and uh, shit's boring, man. So damn boring. The harder effects were that I was still in litigation. Uh-huh. So like I didn't get out and, and was able to move on with my life. I was still, you know, capital saying, well, we, you're signed to us, but of course we're never going to put anything out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if I would have went up there, they, you know, probably would have had an armed guard, you know, you know, get me out of their fucking lobby. So it was like, they had me in this fucking limbo land and, and and that shit sucked for years and years and years. They just try to jam you up. Yeah. But I mean, you know, they, there's been people um, who 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 took it and dealt with it way differently. They like a lot of people have stressed and you know and and and, and you know it's a lot of like pressure, Prince, you know. I mean, Prince huh? handled it. Prince, remember they did that. Just they did well. well Prince, I, I I took Prince's formula. That's Prince why didn't I didn't want to release shit. That's what it was on my cheek. Um, you know, Prince also he was he had the, he had way more resources than me. You know, but I did learn a lot watching his struggle and how he dealt with it. Um, he he was brilliant. He mastermind how to how to stop the fuckery. Um, except now that he's passed, I don't understand how the label got his shit back. I don't know either. It sounds I very fucked up. I, I you know he in his life he he beat them you know um but then in death they they want again and i don't understand how that happened um so it's strange to me i, I don't you know i wonder I know if, if he has anyone fighting for him or you know what i mean if there's anything if there's anybody who gives a shit left that would look into that right i don't know or if they or, were in on it or did or did it you know or did, did they it, sell it did, did they sell it back whoever inherited right. like, Fuck, i don't want these masters and I'll right, this, that, you know, that, that shit is always disheartening to watch somebody struggle and then 
sometimes your family member is not aware of uh you know what the struggle was and then they, they disrespect your legacy or they you know I, i've always told my um I, I told my mom like you know if i if i die don't put me on a song with no fucking weirdo i don't like don't do that shit you know don't like i don't give a fuck what happens like my my sister will have a short list of people who i don't fuck with do not put me on no remix with no weird ass nigga <laughs> who i don't like bro you know what i'm saying like fuck that shit that's funny man that's very real though um so what was in carson did you grow up battling and shit what was the rap scene like oh man you know um we, uh shit carson what was i was just uh, honestly i was going over to wino's house i was in a garage at the studio getting it in and then i'm not gonna lie because i lived in the blood neighborhood in Carson and Wino is from the Crip neighborhood. And so it was a lot of people that was jealous and mad, like, why, why he why you always helping him? He's like, cause he can rap good, <laughs> cause he good. And you know, so it was a lot of it was it was a lot, of, but I but I ran with the Delamo dudes and, and all that anyway. You yeah, no, that was good, man. It, 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 like it was a lot of uh older dudes older than me doing music. Um, it's how I met the person that, the big homie that that supported me and helped develop my music, Bueno. Um, my cousin Blue, the BMF dude, is from the same neighborhood. So it created a legacy and a foundation for, for me and my peoples to, to, to have some success in, a, in an industry that nobody in our family ever did. Nobody, I'm, Nobody in my family ever did music, so I didn't know what I was doing at the time, you know. Yeah. And, and and instead of leading me to destruction, he led me to success and opportunity. So I'm always grateful. And it was cool. Like, yeah, I was a popular rapper. I figured out if I dressed cool and said my little slick shit rapping, I could get pretty girls. Because I wasn't going to, was never going to grow enough to play varsity basketball. So but I had no wins with the basketball and football. It had to be the bars. And so that's what growing up in Carson was that. I It helped me figure out how I was going to get laid. I was going to get laid with these bars and dressing cool and made me popular. Yeah, it was awesome, man. And yeah, yeah I battled. Yeah, I battled, I battled people in Long Beach. I used to battle like, the you know, the Long Beaches, the Snoops and them. They were older and coming to the school and all that, bro. Like You yeah. battled them? Like literally battled Snoop and shit? Well, they blamed me for them to get booed one time at a show. But is yeah, true? is it true? Yeah, is yeah it, you know. It, yeah, but uh, is it true though? Is it true? Did you? No, get of course not. I'm one, uh, one kid. How the fuck do I tell? I don't know. You, you never know. know man. High school is. I'm not that. You never know. That's God power. If you could tell all them, you know, Samoans, Mexicans, and blacks and whites. That's true. I'm like, See, I don't know. How that's how different. Yeah, the I West. Everybody. I different. didn't make them boo, but I was the rapper, so that they, they pinpointed me that time. It was hilarious. But uh, you know, um. Yeah, nah, you know, I was popular and, and as as were many other, you know, MCs. And then we just all kind of met at little bopper clubs or we met at high schools and, you know, shit, corrupting them were already doing it before us, you know, like meeting and battling and whatever. You know, I was, you know, I'm more second gen of, of like the like MCs barring out and going to school to school and probably third gen Ice Cube and then was doing that shit and whatever. And that's how they For do what they so. Yeah, man. You know, like people got to meet. If we, you know, people have to meet, and it's usually on some school shit, or you know what I'm saying, yeah. or you know, yeah. So you know, went to your school, or a girl you 
dated and know somebody and then they meet and end up cool and become the rap group epmd or whoever the fuck you become so yeah it was man it was just that journey but yeah for me uh it, it was always good man i loved i loved you know that carson experience like i said it uh, figured out exactly how i was gonna get laid without sweating you had the sweet polo and always had the sweet ass polo on too because i was a polo head too I still am, so I would notice, like in the Miami, uh, Miami Life video. I'm like, oh, bro. Then I, like, I just, yo, so a nice video. I'm like, yo, he's stay rock. He's he's got a lot of polo. You still have your old polo pieces, the classic ones? No, I'm life, man. Yeah. I wish I did. Just my first cover is it's a, it's like a burnt orange hoodie, and then it's tan. It's a sweater, but then the hoodie is tan. And I think the pocket was tan and. I just wish I had that sweater. It was so dope. But no, I mean, I got a new polo, but. Right, but it's not. Know, all that classic retro shit. Nothing like that shit. I, yeah, I, I, wish I, had, I wish I had all my shit. Um, so when you were locked up, what was your routine? Did it involve rapping at all? Like, did you write or were you like, I'm not fucking with rap no. right now. Fuck rap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't rapping no jail, bro. Yeah, right. Um, well, were you writing at all, though? Um, The first term, I did. Yeah. Second term, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I uh I just felt like uh, I I I didn't have a problem you know with rap I had a problem with here <laughs> right and uh, you know so I just I I wasn't very but even my first term in prison like I wouldn't rap niggas would be like yo rap and I'm like get me out of prison like I would rap to pass time and also. Uh... I had, I just had to, I'd get, if there was other rappers there and there were, there were, there would be uh people that would say, come here, battle this dude. And I would do it and uh, just do it to kill time, man. Really also, also if you're a white guy in jail and you can actually rap, it gets you, it, you get, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, it puts you in a different place to be quite frank with you. But also oh, I was yeah. one of the better rappers in there and my dude, Fulio, Shout out to Fulio. So also, it gets you like, man, the way okay, the the way DMX raps, he raps like he's always in jail. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, that's definitely. how you rap in the day room. You know what I mean? Like that's what I okay. like about it because you're like just on your shit and shit. But then there's times where I was like, fuck rap, fuck rap. I don't give a fuck about words. I'm just gonna sit man. here and sleep or do my. You know what I mean? Well, I remember I also like it. you were saying because I asked you that like if you like wrote a ton of shit while you're in there and you were saying like at a certain point like. Even just the writing part of it, it, there's only so much inspiration you could take when you're right, fucking right, so right, right, right. My um, they, my go-to answer was say a rap, and I would say, well, the 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 uh, the warden is over there, and if you can convince him to get me a third of my time off, then I'll put on the best rap show ever. Aside from that, don't ask me about no fucking raps. Let's see you, you no they, like they knew you as Razzcast and shit in there. Were I mean, already. Of course. Shit. I mean, yeah. but the other part is some people knew me as Baby John, and I'm from Watts and Carson, yeah, yeah. and so I some I just came in there as the juvenile hall, the the fuck up like everybody else. I didn't come in here. I didn't get special treatment. The police officer pulled me out when I went when when we got to the first reception prison. Up, and they make you squat and cough and strip out. And a dude called me over behind a door and he said, you know, I'm a fan, a officer. He said, I'm a fan. Mm -hmm. He said, do you want to, um, you sure you want to do this? You want to be, you want to be in uh, uh, general, uh, general population. And I said, um, 
I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. I'm, I'm born and raised here. If I don't, do you ain't it, about to go sit in PC. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, no, ain't nobody right. about to go sit in PC. So, so yeah, I, and 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 I went and did my time like everybody else. I was like, mm-hmm. I did it. I'm guilty, and I'm gonna be here with with my folks. This is who I'm supposed to be. Did with. you sleep a lot, or read a lot, or work out a lot, or did what? Did you? Have, the, what was your routine? The first time I did, uh, yeah. uh, I, my homeboy from PDL, which is Pasadena Denver Lane. Ray Ray put my only prison tat on me and say, God forbid, right here. Um, he, he's a gang leader. He's, he's, <laughs> he's a, hopefully he's gotten his life straight and he's great out there in the streets of Pasadena. Uh, but he a blood dude. And, uh, you know, Ray Ray just always kept it a buck with me, man. And we just, you know, we would always chop it up. And we had a good workout routine with a whole little crew. And Clint. second time out, I was with, I still know him, uh, my homeboy Youngie and my homeboy P. You know, so we ate big, you know, uh, we played a lot of dom. I'm a gambler and like, okay, a, okay. Domino, so, so you always at the I, table. I, oh yeah. I'm taking niggas. Uh, snoops. I'll take all your snoops. And, uh, your, snoops. You had people, you had people tapping out of all your tuna. I'm taking all that. So we was taking it. I was taking people food, bro, for fun. Hey, did you did you have people tapping out because they owed uh, they owed ta- they owed uh, debts and they didn't want to pay and shit and they were trying to tap out oh, no, and shit of rooms? But you know, I seen a lot of that. Well, you know, we just what we would do is I like to, you know, it was it was fun to like take your shit and then like make a spread with it and then share with you. Uh, give you a little bite. Uh, yeah, yeah. But 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 give them the piece last. Have them waiting around the table and shit, like hovering around and shit. Motherfuckers be hurting. Like I had a I had a whole catchphrase in prison, and that the homies will tell you it was Razzy Dustin Hoffman, Dustin Hoffman, often Austin, live from CRC. That's what I was like slamming. We had our shit so popping. All the other races started playing dominoes. Like they having way too much fun. Like give me your shit, rise like yeast. Thank you, snack. Now I, I really, I, I burned a year and a half of my time away, like just taking soups. It was, you know, I mean, winning, you know, winning, winning. You lemon, make the you best make of your time, and I've definitely made lemonade as best I could. Right, and right. you know, I, I actually met an artist named Pauls One. He's an MC. Um, a Mexican dude, and I met Pauls in prison. Oh, Pauls, yo, yeah, 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 yeah. I did a yeah, verse I met, with, I, I did a verse with I met Pauls in prison. Yeah, shout out Pauls. And that, and that's something that don't normally happen between black and brown with our politics, but he really cared about the culture and he was a good dude. Then, so you know, I, 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 um, I, I hope I learned something. I, I, I think I did because I ain't been back. Um, and, 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 and. The first time I don't think I had learned enough. And then the second time I think I learned whatever experiences I was supposed to learn out of that. And, you know, it's on to the next, man. Um, just on to to creating some wealth uh, for, for myself. Um, you know, time don't wait for, for no man. So we all, like, we all got a fucking, ex, you know, expiration date. And I'm just trying to get in and have as much fun and have as much success that ain't always necessarily monetarily but success you know i feel like this project is a success i want to make it more of a success right i want to do that and those things make me happy um um they bring me joy uh like literally i'm a studio rat i know that about myself even more now than ever i just like the process of getting in there and creating dope stuff with dope people and then it's really nice you know if if the people appreciate it, it's even nicer. I still just like the creative process. And uh, that's what I'm on, man. I'm just on that shit. 
Yo, do, you, um, do you ever have like stuff that you put out that you're like, I'm so in love with this record, and like that's the record that like nobody even really says shit about? All the time. Yeah. Because yeah. it's personal, <laughs> and I can't expect them to, you know. Yeah. Which is which is always kind of crazy. Where I'm like, not this think, one. You huh? think this is the one? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and and then they're like that, and I'm like, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Yo. So, yeah. My personal tastes are different than you know the vibe of the rest of the world and, and, and you're also seeing it from your own perspective of like listening to yourself too so you're seeing right. it probably differently than they are mm-hmm. um when you met um wino uh wc in the mad circle they had uh what was the one thing called no dress code right that was the first video and shit um but wino, wino wasn't in it oh wino, wino is, is just wino from my neighborhood uh, from one I know, from, and he did production uh, later for Coolio though. Just Coolio, yeah. And okay. Coolio went solo. Wino took over all of the production. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Mad but he didn't. Mad Circle. Yeah. Who did Mad Circle shit? Sir Jinx. No, um, that would be uh, rest in peace. Uh, uh, um, uh, not cartoon. Um, he passed away fairly recently, and I, I, I can't think of his name. Um, God forgive me, but he was their DJ. The DJ for Bad Circle. Crazy Tunes? There. Crazy Tunes. Is that it? Yeah. Yo, okay, tunes. yeah, yeah, okay. Rest in peace, Crazy Tunes. So, yeah, Tunes, tune, no, Tunes. So, yeah, WC and the Mad Circle was, you know, Tunes, production, DJ. WC. Main rapper yeah. and Coolio, kind right. of secondary rapper. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I remember, okay, so Cube was my favorite rapper, right, Uh, when I was 14. Like, before I hit puberty, uh, like, I, like, America's Most Wanted, I had and, and was playing it like nonstop. Same thing with Killer Will. Um, I really liked when he went solo. I really liked Killer Killer Will all the way up until Death Certificate. No offense, but right. after Death Certificate, I was like, eh. but uh, still, he's still Cube, and he still had wonderful moments. But he was unstoppable with those three bodies of work. So I was hip to you know when like I'd see videos. I remember I saw the video for WC in the Mad Circle. So I was familiar with you know a little bit with with, with them to a to a degree, and then later on, Coolio had County Line. And then he blew up. Then Fantastic Voyage, right? Was it fantastic? No, it was something else before that, right? No, that was it. Was it Fantastic right. Voyage after County Line? Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was County Line, and that was like his 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 winning much. song about the first right. album, yeah. and then the second album was Fantastic Voyage. That okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but yo, that's dope, man. Um, so, so when 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 County Line came out, I was in Juvenile Hall, and by the time I got out, they were finishing up. The second album. And you already knew them and you just like had, had to go sit down for a minute and just watch everybody else play. Or you or you didn't you didn't meet Coolio till you got out. No, I would talk to Coolio on the phone. I'd oh. call Wine and Collect and talk. And I, even before uh I didn't know them before. I didn't know I knew who WC in the Mad Circle was and right. I knew who it was. But no, I would talk to them on the phone. He's like, yo, shit dope. And when you get out. If we get this deal, that that was literally it was those conversations. So early on, it was like we might get a deal, and then shit, maybe three months later, like we got a deal, and then like yo, this album coming out. When you getting home, <laughs> like whatever. And then I got home, and, and Coolio was popping, and it was dope just to watch. And he and, and again, same thing with Cool. Um, you know, Cool, Cool, Cool led me to the water and some great opportunities, and 
And you know, it's kind it's damn near the equivalent of like having the most underground rapper that be down with Drake. He was like the most pop nigga, and I was like, this That's why it was crazy. Like when I saw the Miami Life video, I was like, yo, I was like, this is like the dopest rapper. And he's got Coolio who's like commercially, like, you know what I mean? Just like yeah, yeah, I was like, yo, I was like, that's crazy. It bugged me out, but also keep in mind, I was way younger then, you know. So, but I was like, yo, he knows. Like you know, he he knows how dope Raz is. You know what I mean? It it, it, right. it bugged me out, right? Yeah, um, no, that was that was that was through Wino and and Wino believing you know in me and who who he was invested in was Coolio and Coolio started believing in me and when I got out they believed in me and and, and then uh you know uh shit you know I still you know I was always kind of you know hard headed and kind of going my own direction. Wino was pretty busy, which is why it explains why Wino's not on solo nights production wise. Uh-huh. And 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 so I got my own situation and you know whatever. And then of course I'm like, yo, I need you on the album because it'll it'll only be right. And that's right. why I needed Battle Cat because they were the first two people to support me. And uh you know Wino was having so much success with Coolio we could never sit down and get a a dope record, you know, something that I felt would be um uh representative of what our journey was um and we never really could you know he was just busy and he's getting a lot of money and then shit he actually did a whole tupac album all kind of shit he was like bono was working and i i understand that um ironically you know shit i just talked to him literally probably about three days ago and you know it's always nice to be able to talk to you you know your big your big homie and, sure. and just tell him thanks and shit um you know, shit, uh, shit, I did something on, <laughs> oh, yeah, because I did a verse for Coolio for something that they, uh, the project they working on, and then they didn't use the shit, <laughs> and I was like, y'all didn't use that shit, uh, he's like, what, you want the verse back? <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I'm <laughs> so, you know, it's cool that we still got that rapport and that relationship after 20-something years, man, you know, he's still big bro, and, uh, you know, uh, again, he, 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 he never, he never let me astray. Have you worked with battle cat since then? Uh, like with, the, with shit that came out, forgive me for not knowing. Cause I'm a fan of battle. Like I like, I fuck with battle cat, man. Yeah, no, I, um, uh, and I don't remember you doing anything what, like what, anything what coming out recently. Do I did, uh, he just sent me some, I'm, uh, he, well, he did right. something for me um that that i have yet to to put out and then i'm at i'm i was actually um i wanted him to make something for the new horseman project if we do another horseman project he was he was kind enough to show up to our uh listening party um he's he's highly busy with snoop right now he's always with dog so he's in there and i get it like that's a whole different bag so you know a lot of times you got to kind of you know you got to wait your your turn so you know i get it he's busy with dog hopefully he'll cook up something and be like oh this will work for them and, and slide it to us so no, it's all good he djs for snoop right like live live and DJ shit. for him a lot of the production even if it's like a timberland record uh if they need to build the record out more he's the guy he's the go-to guy to, to put that west coast in it yeah that he is bro the we can freak it is my shit uh incredible record lot of shit yeah bro he's got a lot of shit um the shit he did with exhibit it's got the hydraulic sounds on the beat that oh no boom, boom, boom. Uh, he didn't do that he didn't do Rock that? Water, yeah. oh for real Rock yeah oh that's crazy all right oh no let's get drunk yeah. i thought let's, this shit was let's go. Okay. Mouth, let's go 
acting like you never seen a dick before. All these bitches in here. Now that's Rock Wilder. Shouts out. Shouts out. So, yeah. hold on. What, da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. All right. Before I let you go, I could keep talking rap, but I'm sure you have oh, shit no, to do. I'm definitely, yeah, I'm I know. definitely gonna go eat. <laughs> Yo, let, let me ask you though, because you you've done production. Uh, you've done production. You told me you've done production for Teacher for Teacher Moses' this album, right? So you've done yeah. production before. Yeah, well, you know, Teacher's the mother of my twin. Yeah, I know, I know. I didn't, I didn't know if I was supposed to be the one uh, to say that. Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, that was fucking twenty four years ago. Or so something. you've done production though, but like, do you like? Have you done like? Do you like doing beats? Do you like finding loops and shit? Is that something that you? Uh... I, I, I am just now really getting full back, and uh, I'm going to produce. Like, I just yeah. got programs and all that. Um, it, it was one of my first loves, maybe even before the writing, finding the loops and yeah. finding like finding the 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 uh, the backdrop, uh, the 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 portrait, the 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 canvas, the canvas to put the the words and the pictures on. So um, I do right now. Uh, Killer Priest asked me to exec produce his next project. I really want to do that. Yeah. I have yeah. a jazz artist who's super dope, um, which is a whole different direction. I can write top line. Um, but but I have an approach that I think is gonna be novel and kind of sick for for jazz artists. Um, and so I can't wait to see, you know, if this works the way I think it will be. I think it'll be like cutting edge and incredible. So, uh, uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to, to that thing. Um, I'd like to eventually uh, develop some, some, you know, like a newer artist, like a, like a, like a, a, a new younger cat with mm -hmm. some skills that still does, you know. That's, like kind of protege, protege them and, and take someone raw and help them out and get this shit together a little bit and yeah, get them help work on their projects, them. like executive I mean, producer projects. To, to find that mix between like the most trappy record, but how how do you how does that record still have some hip hop sensibilities right. in it? Mm -hmm. You know, like to try to kind of try to blend the genres a little bit more. Like, uh, you know, that the genre of the trap stuff it it, it all, it's almost like the difference between real life and TikTok. Like, it's merely these you know it's quick, it's TikTok really fast, and half the time it's really silly. But they could do a dick to it. Like, how do I blend that and Even make with a short attention span? That's what it's like catered right. to. Right. Right. But still make it dope with sensibilities mm -hmm. that even if it's catchy, it Premiere might be able to listen to it. Like, I don't know. I feel right, like yeah. there's a happy meeting. There's definitely so a way to do that. There's yeah, a way looking to do that. Yeah, for sure. Even if we fail, if we fucking if we succeed once, then then you know we'll get there. So I wanna mm -hmm. try that. Yeah. You'll know it too. You have like the producer here, so you'll know when you hear you're doing it right. You're not gonna put out right. some trash that misses the mark. Right. It's important to pass it off to the youth, a knowledge that we've gained over like uh, you know, X amount of years rapping, you know, pre-industry, during the industry and all that, and passing on wisdom to people so they don't have to go through the same pitfalls if they're talented. That's yeah, very important. You know what I mean? That's super dope. You're doing it. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Well, man, I can keep going, man. Thank you for chopping it up with us. I'm, yeah, I'm going to let man. you go and eat. But thank um, you. much Love more. You. Yes, bro. Much more continued success on the Horseman album. Shout out to yeah. all the Horsemen. Uh, shout out and more, much continued success to you and your solo shit, bro. 
you've shown me nothing but love always, man. I love you, bro. Salute, man. Thank you for sitting down with us. And thank uh, you, copyright, man. Uh, I got the um, I got the track, so it's dope too. That man, shit's super dope. So I'm honored to be um, on it. Thank you. That shit's dope. No, I can't I, wait till it drops. No, I'm not talking about the record you did for me. I'm talking about uh, the thing you sent oh, me. The new shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, dope. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'll get that done for you ASAP. Yo, P1, that's dope. Thank you, man. Copy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I just wanted to uh, let everybody know the Horseman album is out. Yes, sir. It's the Definitely. second week, we love to stay charted. So, everybody, if you haven't heard it, please go buy it know, again. Worst case, go stream it. But the album is uh, on all platforms. You can go to fatbeats.com and get a vinyl, a CD, or a cassette. And all of them look really, really dope. I don't have anything in front of me, but I would show you like the tangible shit is really dope. So support the movement, support the horsemen, and love y'all, man. I'm out. What, what's your Instagram? At RAS underscore K A double S. My G. Love, love you, bro. Holler at you, man. All right, man. Take care. All right. Peace. Yeah. Peace. And let the god out of the cage Tell the wicked scatter Make them come out of me face Civilize the savage Do some damage in the place We win already We are the winner every day Now them fly the gate And let the lion out the cage Tell the wicked scatter Make them come out of me face How them have got managed When we organize the race we come here to take over But them racism, COVID-19 and Ebola Now we unify the whole entire diaspora Rebel with our cars, we no feel a Satan We come here to take over Unify the whole entire diaspora But them racism, COVID-19 and Ebola Rebel with our cars, we no feel a Satan a thorn in your skull with knowledge born Issa, Ben Yosef, X-File, reptilian culture, the GOVs, crucifying GODs, daily my oracle is historical, identify the characteristics of a mystic, the seven spirit working in harmony with the willing of my holy scrolls, meaningful, from the mind's higher faculties of accuracy, coinciding as I rap to the beat, from the cradle to postgraduate, most gravitate towards my ministry, nothing is industry when you in the streets, I cultivate my own spiritual growth, jazz music, these are lyrical notes played perfectly through the one the sun the moon the stars my bars ruling them top of the hill me and my hooligans chill and break bread once the jewel is revealed when it came to adam god's angels had to nail like clean eastwood direct feast like the woods connect the streets to the woods while at night proud to fight the mics will play to the owls and flight face on ice mouths are tight crazy like bugs around the light Price, sacrifice, the afterlife, the Nazarite, the master and white, the chapters I write. Beat rappers all day, the appetite. So thank the prince, rockin' frankincense, past tense, glass tense, harassment, torment, lay dormant, the horseman. Holy than thou, the omen child, chief smoking cloud, birds flying to a crown that fall upon my head. It's just like a song I read, coming back for the wrong day. We win already, we are the winner every day. Now them fight the gate and let the god out of the cage. Tell the wicked scatter, make them come out of me face. Civilize the savage, do some damage in the place. We win already, we are the winner every day. Now them fight the gate and let the lion out the cage. Tell the wicked scatter, make them come out of me face. How them have got managed when they organize the race? Never. Undefeated like the internet. Don't it up a mean. Tossing salad with the vinaigrette. I get arugula with the intellect. Introspect from where the street code and Islam intersect. I 
took my name from a descendant of Menelik. Ross Cos, Force Kings to give respect. And of course, the Queen's genuflect. flag. Offer to take my royal seed in the neck for the intercept. Blood of a pharaoh in the ghetto. Rose that grew out the dents in the meadow. A terrorist, just what the big army call a little army. Police the biggest gang in America. An arm, they will still kill a army. Six million ways, pick one. Either victorious or the big thumb. My skin tone the crown of thorns reveals the line of David every time a god is born. Just a little something. Can't she the world shatterer? The splatter's your bladder matter than catapult the data to the devil in the hereafter. You Billy Jacobs, you fuck your own mother with a dirty foreskin. I'm bringing in exhausted adrenaline that's endorsed the dolphins hide and nauseous marshes riding with the horsemen. Of course he can slice it like a Corsican. More for the porcelain Puerto Rican orphan that's born again into the morning mist and launch into scorching ocean and carving a great white shark and an orcas fit into ornaments. Yeah. the kings is the art of origin. Fuck a new nigga and I don't give a fuck with old school. Nigga, you unfolded out of a storage bin. Y'all shouldn't even exist. Calm down. Sounded like someone's purchase sheet of verses from Wish.com. For real. When it comes to dragging you, I wrote the manuals to change my name to manual. Strikes and stabbing you at an angle, you will die agonal. I'm scared and proven. I'm a weird improvement as declared by Rick Rubin. Wild animals be like Cheeto. That's my spirit, human. Your body of work, I'm bruising. Syllables crisp. I'm sick of the whatever insensitive inventor. Put an S to the word list. Get him. Sacrificing when your man's wearing a ceremonial mask. When writing hand shows this ass, it should probably start at OnlyFans. Every day, now them find the gate and let the god out of the cage. Tell the wicked scatter, make them come out of my face. Civilize the savage, do some damage in the place. We win already, we are the winner every day. Now them find the gate and let the lion out the cage. Tell the wicked scatter, make them come out of my face. All them are gonna manage when we organize the race. All right, so, ba ba ba. We're gonna shout out Patreon subscribers, all right? You help make it happen, Captain. You do for all that you do. And we appreciate you. We, we love you. I don't know if they told you. We like you. We don't feel the way that the other uh, podcasts feel. How they don't like you. How they don't appreciate you. They just want you for your money. We like you. Stick around. We appreciate you. And just to prove it, here's some shout outs. Willard Scott. After Willard Scott does the birthday. Willard. Willard, can you can Willard. you can you slot can you can you edit Willard Scott in there doing it? Would you do the one where he did your grandma where he did your grandma's birthday? Could you edit? That oh, you're talking about that. Let's bring on those famous Snickers jars. First up, happy 100th birthday to Ethel Harville. She's a gardener from Morristown, Tennessee. There she is. She has lived in the same house for over 75 years. Thank you, Willard. And happy birthday, Ethel. We're going to go. <laughs> Willard, they cut. Willard doesn't even do smuckers anymore, does he? I don't think so. I haven't seen him on there in a while. They got Roker, but Roker probably cut down from the jam. They they still know. He they still do it once in a while. Yeah. Hey, Roker doesn't fuck around when they when they first had when the uh, outbreak first started. Roker was home every day from. Did you you ever watch like the Today Show and shit? I did back in the day, but not in recent years. Bro, Roker was at the crib. Roker he was, was in his, yeah. He was not fucking around. Was with he that still shit. doing the weather or anything? Yeah, he was doing it all from the crib in his okay. in his in his in his kitchen did and you get like a green screen or anything. Nah, he was just doing it with the cabinets and shit. <laughs> the opposite of my kitchen. He was he was he was just doing he was doing it, but he was like he definitely wasn't trying to fuck around and, and risk that shit. Even when everyone else came back to the studio, he yeah. was still at the crib. <laughs> Shout out to uh, I like I like Al Roker, man. He's funny to me, man. He's legend. He, He's a pro on being live on TV. Like, it's it's funny yeah. seeing him do segues and do jokes on people and shit. So, anyway, yeah. thank you, uh, 
fucking Willard Scott. All right, so we're going to do a similar thing. We're going to give a shout-out to the Patreon supporters, all right? They keep this shit show afloat, all right? And for that, we love you. We're going to go into uh, the first name I have right here. Who's this guy right there? Who's this one? Uh, skimping on the portions. Light list here, people. We really need your help, so why don't you uh, throw some money, put some money where your mouth is, all right? Who is this now? Tommy, shout-out to Tommy. You want me to throw out your email and how much you spent, you cheap fuck? Black Top Pazzy at Yahoo.com did the 300 jammy. We appreciate you still. Bong, a.k.a. Juch Jihad, a.k.a. Is that the picture of him? I ain't the picture of this weird motherfucker. Man, yep. His uh, email is bclinaberry at Yahoo.com. I heard they had a smoking incident at your hotel the other week, and I'm sad to hear that. <laughs> Uh, forty dollar jammy. I tell you what, we appreciate you. You still need. You you can still up it. Can't they like pay what they want? Isn't it like band, like they could pay the amount and they can also like throw a tip in there or something? Um, I think it's just different tiers, and then it's like you could set it to keep supporting every month. So once a month, you would get charged whatever tier you want to support. You guys see that? You guys need to put us on on unlimited unlimited mode. Liam Schaffing, Schaffling uh, at gmail.com. $10. You should be fucking ashamed of yourself. I'm just kidding, man. We appreciate you. Thank you. Wait, he's on 10? <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's the second tier. I'm just talking <laughs> shit. No, uh, good for you, uh, Jack. <laughs> I hope no one takes it the wrong way, man, at all. It's, it's just fucked up to, uh, to for someone to be, like, supporting you and for you to, like, <laughs> say some shit like that. It's just fucked up, man. Someone buys a CD Definitely and, kidding. like, a show and you're like, Thanks a lot, dude. You could have right. bought the vinyl. Right, right. <laughs> I'm, I just want people to know I'm definitely kidding 100% when I say this shit. It's just, it's, it would be funny to me if someone were that obnoxious. That's all I'm saying. And shout out to Ryan Reed, Reed at Works. Oh, that's, I think I know who that is. Reed Artworks. Hell yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. Ryan, shout out, Ryan. Thank you, man. Keto, my, my, my friend. I've known Keto for years. Salute. Keto. Yeah. Cynic Society, he's th they're the ones that made the uh, copyright. Nah, it's not the full Nelson podcast <laughs> shirts. The one that I stunk up last studio session and still haven't washed. It's I'm probably gonna use it as a rag. Look at me, look at me, you sloppy bitch. KBZ, uh, Brian Ricci, he lives at two four five six seven eight Carlton Avenue, Oakland, California. Like, no, this it, there's no address. What if you were just giving out their information? <laughs> just doxing everybody that supports us. Sandra Meyer, salute. That's my homegirl. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so I think that's it, man. Uh, we're gonna try to wrap, wrap some wrap up, do some rapping, and shout out to Razkaz for f answering all my questions, all my fan questions. I couldn't get these things answered back in the day because all I had was a magazine to talk to. And then all I had was a Street Fighter cassette that my grandma bought from the from Hills going out of uh, sales, whatever the fuck, going out of business sale. <laughs> yeah. So next episode will probably just be a regular episode with no interviews. So send questions or anything, any kind of shit you want to hear us talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. And then uh, I'm trying to think, man. Uh, yo, how about one one let. How about people sending some music and shit? We'll play it online. Yeah, we should start it. doing that. Yeah, we'll, we'll critique it. But and we'll, nicely critique, constructive criticism. Unless it's really bad. Unless if it's, it's really bad, yeah. we don't even play it. <laughs> nah, if it's real bad, we gotta play it. If it's so bad, like bad, like terrible, bad, like laughable. It well, it could cross like somebody, the line of so bad that it's good. Send some stuff. We'll send. We've got some interesting music. Send it to uh, what? 
What's the uh, official full Nelson podcast at gmail.com? I knew I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. All right. I think we could wrap this up. I think we can, right? What else yeah. is going on? I yeah. Think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yo. So today is uh, Ness Words Day. Uh, rest in peace, my brother Ness. You know, uh, we're going to always, always, always keep people's names alive. So, yeah. We're going to do that. Damn. And then uh, June 30th. All right. All right, got a little court, got a little, got a little, got a little court traffic court case tomorrow. Okay, two o'clock. Meet me there. Uh, let's close out the show with a Ness song then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Good idea. Good Where's idea. It? Yo, appreciate life. Uh, that you know, we don't know. Just shit's crazy, man. Shit's very unexpected. So tell your loved ones you love them. Uh, all that good stuff. Let me see some. Oh yeah, there's a show coming up for uh, mental illness in Connecticut and uh, in uh, New Hampshire that I've got that I'm doing. Uh, so anyway, just follow my page and it's Black and White Flyers and you'll see it. And there's a lot of other dope artists doing it for a really good cause. All the profits are going to uh, going towards uh, mental health and like uh, Brother Ali, Rakim, Capadonna, a lot of people, Ritz are are, are, are also doing it. So. Show up, man. Me and D1 will be there for sure. Yep. Copyright D1 Full Nelson Podcast. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, fuck you. Go pick up that Horseman album. Ha! My mama told me one day I would be a man. But she ain't never tell me I would be the man. Uh, these niggas acting like they Peter Pan's. But I won't let them off the hook. I gotta feed the fans. Lord knows that I've been sinning, so I see the preacher man. He absolves all my sins, then I repeat them. Damn, damn. I'm thinking about spending weeks in Japan. Then a week in France. I need this money, not these friends. in my window. I just wish they all fly away. But they won't know. They just sit there. So I take shots to get these bitches out my face. Just keep it all a hundred and you'll be okay, okay? Or else you could be DOA, And that means that it is over. So I'm chilling on my mission, stacking Frito-Lay, lay. You trying to get it, I could lead the way. I do this for my niggas who won't need a stay. And to the ones that won't live to see another day. They life it was examples for me to go change my face. In my window, I just wish they all fly away. But they won't know. They just sit there. So I take shots to get these bitches out my face. I, I lost a lot of soldiers. Guns came out my holsters. Most of these rappers choke ya, and they ain't packing coca. Your story is not your own, bruh. And you a lame, just own up. These niggas be blowing my phone up, but I never answer, I'm on one. I don't roll with no click because I don't have trust, I'm a lone one. Never call for backup when shit hit the fan, you my lonesome. I'm a tyrant, a pirate, bitch, I'm Davy Jones, son. Shout out to the ones that gave me this whole song. In my window, I just wish they all fly away. But they won't know, they just sit there. So I take shots to get these bitches out my face. In my window, I just.
shots to get these bitches out my face.